1: Couples podcast. I'm going to try to bring the energy here. Emilia and I had a date day. Oh, and we were in the sun, fun in the sun for five hours or so. What was the name of the place we went?
0: It was
1: Colt State Park Bristol, in Bristol, Rhode Island. It's in Rhode Island. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. But our honor, energy, our energy, our energy <laughs> is going to be a little different. <laughs> it's Sunday fun. night, late night, but we are here always here for you today we have a special episode for you episode number 66 early warning signs that a breakup is coming this is one of those event post recaps of what we found to be the most valuable so if you did miss the relationship talks event you're gonna get a recap of it here um which is gonna be really good before we jump into this episode another very special thank you and shout out to next level podcast solutions for producing this show audio video all the rest thank you thank you thank you sweetheart what's your intention for today's episode? Mm-hmm. My Besides intention. not to fall asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, This will be fun. So my intention is for our listeners to understand what are some of those early signs and what to look for. We had a someone on Facebook who saw the promotion for this event really ask for like some of the signs. And this is that episode that's going to help those people who might feel like they're on the train track headed towards maybe a crash, letting you discern the difference between whether or not you're headed towards a train crash in your relationship, or if there is an opportunity for you to course correct, i.e. where can you change destinations? Where can you change what you're doing now and what to look for so that
1: you don't end up Failing in your relationship shout out to tiff thank you so much for that appreciate you reaching Mm -hmm. out okay so we have two triads in this episode i'm just gonna go high level here for a second Mm -hmm. one of them is called the danger zone Mm -hmm. no that's what i call it at the event (laughs) but it's really called the triad of disaster and it's a simple triangle one two three bottom left is a one upper part is a two bottom right is a three and these are the three basically things that you have to look out for These are indicators that a breakup is most likely coming. And I challenged everyone at the event. I said, before we jump into these, I want to see if anyone can come up with any breakup they've ever had that can't be correlated to at least one of these. And I don't think there was anyone who could deny that. And I know you and I have a lot of past relationships where there were these things present. So Emilia is going to go through each of those in the triad of disaster and give you an example of each. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to talk high level about what we talked about, which is the second triad, which is what the triad Tried of abundance. abundance. So the triad of abundance, which is what to do about this. So you want to get out of the triad of disaster and into the triad of abundance. And we're going to teach you how to do that today.
0: Definitely. And if you're a visual learner, please look in the show notes because we have a digital asset that you can look and visualize this so that you can kind of walk through this triad with us. But to keep it keep it kind of simple. So in this first triad of disaster We all have likely been there in one way, shape or or another when it comes to relationships that maybe didn't work out. For me, the first element of the triad of disaster was very evident in one of my past relationships. And it was so evident because every time that this past partner would get into a car there was always so much speeding. And we all know speed kills. It can kill. And unfortunately, some people do have people in their lives who they know that have gotten in a car accident or have gotten hurt just by speed itself, right? And when you are a driver behind the wheel, you have the control around that car. And my partner, my past partner, every single time, whether it was like peeling out of the driveway or in a past argument there would always be speed whenever we were in the car. And I ra- remember always feeling so unsafe every single time I drove with him. And this element of the triad of disaster was all about arrogance. This partner was so arrogant when it came to driving. And it was almost as if he was untouchable. And if you've ever been in a car with someone who feels that way, it is extraordinary, un Extraordinarily unsettling. And so, this is the first element of the triad of disaster. If you know whether it's speeding or anything else in your relationship where there is a high degree of arrogance, you are on those tracks to a steady breakup. Because ultimately, what I felt in that position where a lot of people will feel
1: oh no that's me oh yeah yeah, yeah. i just i just had an itch i shaved earlier love, so i had a little itch emilia for those of you just on audio emilia saw me um do a really obvious like, yeah
0: yeah. you got something in your teeth kind of thing but on your cheeks so i was like oh no
1: (laughs) although honestly when we had subway earlier you had like a bunch of mustard yeah uh or no sweet onion sauce sweet onion sauce i had mustard yeah sorry okay okay continue so
0: kind of jumping back into this you know what it feels like when someone is very arrogant let's define
1: arrogance real quick
0: I would say um, extremely disrespectful and believes way more in themselves than than they've actually merited. So, for example, in this car, very high degree of confidence with zero, zero humility around speed. So even though they've been in the car for however old they are, they think that they can avoid every single situation. No humility.
1: Right. So arrogance is high confidence with low competence, high confidence with low awareness, So in the U.S. alone, there's 39,000 motor vehicle deaths per year. And so arrogance is thinking that you're above that statistic. And that's a perfect example of arrogance. So uh, I want to move to the next one now. But now everyone out there listening think, okay, am I being arrogant in my relationship? Is my partner being arrogant? In other words, high confidence with low awareness, high confidence with low competence. So me, when I was young, 16 years old, got my driver's license, I was going way too fast without the capabilities. I'm not a race car driver. What am I doing? Right. And so luckily I grew out of that phase quickly. Yeah. The
0: second element of the triad of disaster that is a very early warning sign when it comes to a relationship breakup and again we've all had that feeling that gut check feeling of when we've been lied to especially when it comes to a past partner or partner The second one is dishonesty. And dishonesty really showed up for me in a past relationship. Unfortunately, that same relationship. Um, So I had two. (laughs) So I was really headed for uh, the waterfall cliff hang off. (laughs) uh,
1: You were headed for a breakup and I'm grateful.
0: Yes, as am (laughs) I, as am I. But this individual, you know, really struggled to be honest about his usage around cigarettes. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. And I also talked about this in the event to really drive this home, but this, this partner, just like they, they started to kind of dabble in cigarettes and then they eventually like became addicted. And then like every single time, because I was so anti-cigarettes, because I'm so pro-health, I would really try to work this individual, this past partner through this whole addiction and wanting to see this person thrive because at the time, like I thought I really loved this person. It's like, I don't want you to be smoking cigarettes, actively hurting your health. And so it got to a point where I was trying to help, trying to help, trying to help. And I still smelt that cigarette smell. When he would come visit me at college, it would still be like, he found a cigarette in his car. Oh, I found a pack. Even though the conversation, the dialogue around that was I've, I've quit, I'm quitting or I've gotten help or whatever it was. Someone else put the pack in my pocket. Yeah. This is my (laughs) buddies, you know, like any excuse, you know? And so like after being lied to and just having so much dishonesty in our relationship, that was one of the biggest downfalls and definitely one of the biggest character flaws that ultimately drove this relationship apart. So that's the element number two is dishonesty. So, so
1: far we have arrogance, number one, and dishonesty, number two, and we are going to go into the triad of abundance after this third one, Yeah, which is we're (laughs) not going to focus just on the problem. We're going to focus also on the solution.
0: Definitely not. And I want to make sure that, you know, like Alan said at the beginning of this episode for all of our listeners, like when we did this event, it was uh, like staggering. No one raised their hand when it came to like, oh, gee, like. Did you not have any of these in your past relationships? Oh, yeah. No are, hands were raised. Are, yeah. Okay. Hands raised if you've ever experienced this in your past. Everyone's Everyone hand went their up. Hand. Yeah. Right.
1: We also did a poll, I think. Did Jesse do a poll? No, we should no. have. I've been doing a lot of polls lately. Yeah. I think I was thinking of book club. Yeah. But okay, one more thing I want to share. I shared this at the event. Mm-hmm. This is a spectrum. It's not like you're arrogant or not. Yes. It's not like you're dishonest or not. So it's to what extent yeah emilia and i have had some dishonesty in our relationship but it's very very minor it was like you know i have a meeting in 15 minutes when in reality it was right then or whatever right so everything's a spectrum it's not like you have these or you don't it's every relationship has dishonesty every relationship has arrogance every relationship has this next one but to what extent Mm. and if you're if you're near a 10 in all three of these you're going to break up no matter what mm-hmm. if you're maybe a 1 or a 2 you're most likely still in the triad of abundance which we're going to get to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the last one of the triad of disaster, this is the danger zone that <laughs> um you can look for in terms of early warning signs, just priming your your brain if this happens to you, you know that you're heading in in a direction where Alan's Solutions can help change the course. This is immaturity. And When it comes to what that looked like in my relationship, what I want to share with each one of you so that you can kind of be like, oh, yeah, no, that wasn't me. That was actually them. Let's say we actually got in a car, right? This past relationship. Again, this is the same relationship. So we had all three. So we were destined to break up genuinely. Mm -hmm. And i had let it gone way too long not if you had come to
1: this relationship talks event very true i would have didn't had an exist honest because conversation you
0: right and I was I were, yeah. screwing everything up and building my awareness to now bring to all of our listeners Literally. of what not to do we have
1: made the failures for you listen to the show definitely definitely every episode is it only takes you 20 minutes of your time but it takes us years of it's pain of ours decades of ours yeah, yeah.
2: What's up everyone? I'm Sarah Pringle and I want to share my experience with my relationships coaching with Alan and Amelia. So first of all, it far exceeded expectations. I was definitely nervous going into it, but they carry such an I got you energy and we went the direction that I needed to go and dug through the layers that I needed to connect back to the relationships I currently have in my life. The most empowering part was and helping me realize that I have the power to attract any relationship into my life that I want and that I have the ability to create the most beautiful relationship with myself and understand others at such a deeper level. They're this beautiful balance of yin and yang and masculine feminine and I'm so beyond grateful for all the magic that they're creating and putting out there and all the beautiful fulfilled conscious couples that they're helping all over the world.
0: This relationship, you know, picture we were getting in the car, like for example, after what a, what a party, after a family gathering, or whatever, right? This this individual, not only I do I find a pack of cigarettes in the glove compartment or in the door, <laughs> so there's lying going on, but also there's arrogance of like speeding out because he want wants to look cool, but then all of a sudden I actually say something and confront the fact that there's this pack of cigarettes in the door. And I thought you had quit. We talked about this multiple times. And then on top of that, you're speeding out of the driveway and there's literally no need to do any of that. And by the way, I feel extremely unsafe. Again, and immaturity. Immaturity. And because I'm voicing that, what is his response? It's mocking me. It's being disrespectful, waving his head around like, oh, we're going too fast. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm big deal. Making what was a big deal for me very small. So emotional immaturity is that third one that just drove it home for me. And I know for a lot of our listeners, if you ever have those types of behavioral patterns in your relationship, it's really easy to to tell yourself a story that like, oh, it's going to be fine or, oh, that's going to change. That stuff does not change on itself. And emotional immaturity is such a great early warning sign if that is in your relationship and there is no change to the solutions that Alan's is going to bring. Alan is going to bring in here. Allen's. <laughs> Alan is going to bring in <laughs> here I was going to nickname jacked when up. I was a little
1: kid Allen's. Literally. Um, I had an Alan's? aunt, I think, who called me Allen's. Yeah.
0: Perfect. But yeah, so for me, it was the mocking, it was the rolling the eyes. It was belittling what I said, uh, disregarding and disrespecting what I said. When I actually felt unsafe, I, I was lied to. Like it just all these things that mattered to me did not matter to, to that relationship. And he couldn't go outside of his own focal point of him, his arrogant self to actually see what was best for the week. So for all of you, what I'm really excited for is the triad of abundance, which Alan, when we went through that in the event, it was so cool to be able to share with that, with all of our, all of our individuals that showed up for that event, shout out to you guys and gals, because we really got a lot of positive feedback around this, because all of us have gone through or experienced some of these early warning signs, but yet very few of us have actually gotten tools or a deeper understanding of what can we do to course correct. And that's where I'm super excited for all of our listeners to be able to hear from you, babe, because that is absolutely essential. None of these tools were really brought in. None of us were taught any of this stuff growing up. I know you and I just failed our way forward. Mm -hmm. And that's where all of our listeners get the benefit of that. Um, It's a really empowering thing. And a lot of the people in attendance we're, we're talking about what is even the purpose of relationships after the event? So I want our listeners to be able to have the hope and the aspiration and the the willingness to kind of do things a little bit differently, or at least have the feeling as though that tool can be applied in their relationship, just like they did in the event. So
1: all on you, babe. Okay. All right. So the that was the first try. Again, the bottom left was arrogance. Upper part was dishonesty. Bottom right was immaturity that's the triad of disaster before we get into the triad of abundance i just want to say that i have been guilty of all three of those arrogance dishonesty and immaturity in my past relationships Mm -hmm. and i take ownership for that which we're going to talk about but if you are in that same boat and you say you know what honestly i've been arrogant i've been dishonest i've been immature okay identifying that you're never going to solve a problem you don't admit you have Mm. so the first one that brings me to the first point of the triad of abundance is humility Take ownership. Uh, And then the the second one is trust. So it's humility, trust, and ownership. I'm going to take ownership for the fact that I've been arrogant and dishonest and immature in the past. When Mm. I met Emilia, I said, I'm doing this one right. I have to do this one right. And I didn't have this triad at the time, (laughs) but I I knew that I wanted to be honest. I told you I'd never lie to you, those things. Okay. So number one is humility. What is humility? Obviously, the opposite of arrogance. It means it means that you know cars are dangerous and it means that you know that you don't know everything and it means that you know your partner is better than you at certain things. Uh, An example of humility would be Emilia and I, we have a thing called strategy session. Mm -hmm. So earlier today we were at Colt State Park in Bristol, Rhode Island Mm -hmm. and she knows the area better than I do. So I let her lead. I'm not gonna tell us where we should go and what we should do. She has higher awareness than I do. So that's you actually
0: asked. You asked and you encouraged. That's a really big part of humility. And that's what I experienced today. And I just want to make sure that I share that with you because you you had actually asked, babe, can you lead? And you encouraged me to lead when I had that higher awareness. Just a different in terms of the let. It wasn't like, oh like here you go go Yeah. You did that, but in humility, especially your humility, which I value so deeply is You actually ask, hey, do you mind leading? Like I know and you give me that credit that I've earned through merit and you empower me to really step into that leader role. That's huge humility that I am so grateful for. Thank you, sweetheart.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think and again, this is very rational, but it makes no sense to have the person with less awareness lead.
0: Egos struggle with that, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, arrogant egos. Yeah, arrogant ego. So the the solution to the first one is to not be an idiot. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, the, the the issue to the first one is to not to be humble, to yeah. know what you know and know what you don't know. Very important. Mm-hmm. Number two is trust. Mm-hmm. Trust is not built in the day; it's built every day. And trust is being honest, not just with you but with yourself. Mm. And that means not lying, even about the little things. I joked at the event about uh, I did laps at a lake that we were at and i told her i did four laps because i wanted to look all cool and then immediately i was like did i just lie to her face oh my god and then like two seconds later i was like sweetheart honestly i only did three i'm sorry and i had some shame around that because it's like okay <laughs> you're you still know, cool babe. i embellished you're thank still you still sweetheart. Really cool. three is just as cool yeah it's not <laughs> <laughs> and then number three is ownership if you want to know the signs of immaturity by the way And we have actually a PowerPoint presentation with all these signs. If you want to reach out to myself or Emilia, we can give you that PowerPoint. But uh, one of the biggest signs is seeking attention. Mm -hmm. Another huge sign is the inability to take ownership. Mm -hmm. If someone cannot take ownership, they're very immature. Ownership is honestly, that's my bad. That's on me. I'm sorry, I will do better. Mm -hmm. The people who have low self-belief tend to avoid any ownership because they don't believe they can do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So if that person didn't believe they could quit smoking, then why would they admit to it? They'd rather lie and deceit. Whereas if they believed they could, maybe they would be vulnerable, say, listen, I'm having trouble, and then they actually would work on it, yeah. right? So, that's, that's really the last thing that we have here. So, that's the triad of disaster. That's the triad of abundance. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us. We got to jump. Hmm. So, if you do want to talk more about this, if you do feel like you've been arrogant or dishonest or immature reach out to Emilia and myself. We do relationship talks coaching with couples all over the world, also individuals. Please reach out to us. Let's have a conversation. Free 30 minutes. It usually goes a little longer than that and I can guarantee you that that can shift your life forever. The link will be in the show notes.
0: Also in the show notes will be the link to register for our next event. So every single month, we make sure that we host a live free virtual event for all of our listeners. Is this event on
1: how to speed out while smoking cigarettes?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) I don't think I'd be an effective teacher at that. Um, But this is Cultivating Healthy Masculine with an Empowered Female. So this is going to be June 8th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please note the time change. We're going to push it back an hour Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited for that one because one of the things that we've heard from our conscious couples community is, is some of the challenges in what it's like to be a healthy masculine as you're with a partner that is a really empowered female. We have a lot of empowered females that are really starting to come out of their shell and really starting to like rock their socks off with whatever it is, <laughs> business or whatever lights them up. And there's a lot of guys that are having a having trouble in that and so we're super excited to be able to share what we've learned through our coaching with with couples and what we've learned from the community in terms of how to cultivate that healthy masculine which babe I think that you do an incredible job at that I know there's so many there's going to be so many benefits for the masculines out there that are struggling in this regard right maybe their their egos are are being challenged in this regard or maybe even that empowered female saying, you know, I'm trying to help you gain all of these awarenesses, awarenesses that are on the Conscious Couples podcast or whatever. And, you know, some of that power struggle is happening in the relationship. So this is a great event for All of you that might want to benefit in your relationship when it comes to these power dynamics and do so in a way that really can cultivate a long runway and have that love be protected and honored along the way instead of having these ego bonkings when it comes to relationships.
1: So at the event, I admitted this. I said, Emilia is the most growth oriented person I've ever met and she's 28 years old and I'm 76. I'm kidding. Ah. I'm kidding. We said that at the event. It was pretty funny. But uh, no, so I'm 34 and she's 28. And I said that me at, 20, so <laughs> me at 28 <laughs> would not have been able to be with her at 28. And the reason why is because I was not as mature or as growth oriented as she is. Mm-hmm. And someone asked at the event, like, well, what would you do? Is there a way you could have come up? And I, it, a great my question. answer was, yeah, I could have been more humble. Yes. I could have been you know, uh, taking more ownership and more growth oriented. So if you feel like you are more mature than your partner, this is probably a really good event for you. Cause people would ask me, you know, you're an incredibly empowered woman and I'm 34 years old. Luckily I'm secure because you have so much self-belief and you have so much big goals and dreams and you and I work as a team. And I know that in a past version of myself, let's say I was in my early twenties or mid twenties. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have been able to be with someone like you my insecurities would have been too great, probably. Mm -hmm. And again, that's the humility to actually admit that. And so it took me 30 years to attract you into my life, love, 30 years of growth, Mm -hmm. 30 years of experience, knowledge, skills, all of that. So if you are feeling like this event will help you, please join us again. Note the time change. We usually do 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now we're doing 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from now on because Emilia and I need some quality of life changes (laughs) because we've been burning the candle at both Both ends, ends. (laughs) all four ends, depending on what kind of candle. (laughs) And uh
0: <laughs> and probably Roman candle like the one yeah. that lit our house on fire almost. <laughs> okay.
1: Quick side story. <laughs> Emilia and I are dancing in the living room randomly to like Beauty and the Beast song or something. This was
0: like mind you, like probably three months. Uh yeah.
1: Uh, four months. Three or this four is our months first into, winter. Yeah, three or, or four home. months into living together.
0: Yeah.
1: And all of a sudden I turn and I go, Sweetheart, is that supposed to be happening? And one of the candles oh, was no. like a flame torched. F- <laughs> flamethrower situation (laughs) it was a whole thing anyways we're not gonna bore you or take any more of your time we appreciate you thank you so much but we can't
0: tell them what not what didn't happen so obviously this this didn't blow down but both alan and i look at each other and go what do we do about this (laughs) and alan's just like uh like pointing like you know the the girl from the ring that just like points (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that was alan's i don't know what to do (laughs) i go over grab the torch and literally like you don't know what to do because there's on the outside of this candle that the like the stuff is burning so there's a torch that's in our home yeah literally i go outside and just like picture like hard stomp into the snow that was on the deck so like thank goodness there was snow on the deck and we didn't shovel (laughs) it (laughs) <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> luckily Anyways, we
1: didn't shovel that story time over <laughs> yeah story time over thank you all so much for bearing with us and that story and do not buy candles from that company i'm not sure which company it was, it a, was. Gift, it so was I think a gift so i think someone
0: was trying to you know okay.
1: sabotage us be stuff. safe with your candles that's the moral of the story <laughs> yeah. all right we gotta jump as always it's not about me or you it's about the, the we. we we'll talk to you next time bye
0: everyone Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88.
1: Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about
0: you or me. It's about
1: the we.